Welcome to the Hair for Kids. Sit back and relax as we experience life with the Rebbe in 770, stories of Hasidim, and see how the Rebbe continues to find a way to connect to us and help every Yid. This episode has been graciously sponsored by an anonymous donor to strengthen our Hiskashus to the Rebbe Nesidarenu. The story, Don't Delay Good News, was told by Rabbi Shmuel Chaim Sharf of Chicago, Illinois. In the summer of Tufshin Samarvov, 2006, Shmuel Chaim Sharf and his friend Penny Weinman were sent on Merkashlichus to the state of Mississippi to do Miftzoim and spread Yiddishkeit. After a successful summer, they hoped to be able to go the next year as well, with the intention of greatly expanding their pu'ulais of Miftzoim and spread even more Yiddishkeit in the state of Mississippi. And so it happened that Baruch Hashem in the summer of Tovshin Samar Zayin 2007, Shmuel Chaim and Penny were once again assigned on Merkashlichus to the state of Mississippi. And now, let's go back in time to Tovshin Samer Zion to their first conversation in New York as soon as they received this wonderful news. Hello? Hello, Penny. Did you hear the good news? Yes, Shmulchaim. I did. Baruch Hashem, we are going back to Mississippi. Yes. Penny, let's not waste any time. We must immediately prepare for our upcoming shlichus. Yes, Shmulchaim. And in addition to the regular planning, we have to begin making appointments with the Yidden we met last year. Correct. But I feel we should make two strong Hachlotas decisions. Which ones? Firstly, we'll wake up very early in the morning, go to the mikveh, learn Hasidus and daven every word slowly before we meet any Yidden. Shmuel you know what that means? What? It means that for the mikveh, we can only check into a motel that has a swimming pool, so we can use it before the guests wake up. Yes, correct. Shmuel what's the second achlata? It's that every day we should write and send a detailed duch, a report to the Rebbe of everything we accomplished during that day. I agree with both achlatas. Wonderful. Sei gesund, Penny. Sei gesund. They flew to Mississippi to begin their second year of Schliches. Although sending effects to the oil from a motel was expensive, costing $5 a page, they still managed to keep their achlotas on a daily basis, and they experienced many brachis in connection with their Schliches in Mississippi. Now, let's go back again to a conversation between Shmuel Chaim and Pinny in their motel room. Pinny, do you remember our dream we discussed in New York for this year's Schliches? Of course I do! It's to arrange a festive Friday night Shabbos dinner for the local Yidden. So, what's your plan? 
I know it's a wild idea. What do you think about having a Friday night dinner at the family we visited last year? Which of the families are you thinking about? You know, the one that had that large and spacious home. Ah, yes, 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 I remember. The one in Jackson, Mississippi. Yes, I think it would be a perfect place to do it. Good, wonderful. I'll call him to see if he agrees. Hello? Hello, it's Shmuel Chaim Sharf. How are you? Ah, Shmuel Chaim. How are you? Baruch Hashem, thank God. I'm here again in Mississippi together with my friend Penny. Wonderful, wonderful. Where are you two spending Shabbos? Well, actually, that's uh, exactly what I wanted to uh, ask you. Okay, so go ahead, ask. Okay, thank you. Would you be willing to host a Friday night Shabbat meal in your house for the local Jews? Well, of course. It'll be our pleasure. We will invite all our Jewish friends, and you can invite anyone you know. Wow, thank you so much. You are welcome. Zai gesund. Stay well. Amen, and you too. By Wednesday, they had a long reply list of guests coming to the Shabbaton, and they began planning for the exciting Shabbos. Friday was very busy, and there was a lot of hard work to put everything in place. But by the time their guests arrived, there was a beautifully set Shabbos table and a crowd of 24 guests. They were overjoyed. At Mincha time, all the guests were gathered in the Balabos's living room. <coughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Shabbat Shalom. My name is Shmuel Chaim, and this is Penny. Shabbat shalom. Shabbat shalom! Shabbat shalom! Welcome to Mississippi! Thank you, thank you! And welcome to our Chabad house! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jeffrey, I like these two rabbis. Yes, me too. Okay, now let's begin the prayers on page 82. Shmuel Chaim and Penny really warmed up the crowd. The Shabbos meal was delicious and the atmosphere was very pleasant. They shared words of Torah, told stories, and taught the guests various Jewish songs. Everyone there was very impressed with the atmosphere of prayer, songs, and food, and they all left feeling warm and proud of their Judaism. On Metzoi Shabbos, this was their conversation. Shmuel we must report to the Rebbe the amazing news about our Hatzlocha with the Shabbos dinner. Actually, Penny, we can't. Why not? Because we haven't been to the mikvah this morning, and besides, we are so tired, we won't be able to focus on writing a detailed duch, so let's write it tomorrow night instead. You're right, okay. On Sunday morning, Penny and Shmuel Chaim met with several Yidden on their list, including a plan to meet a Yid who lived several hours away in the city of Hattiesburg. By the time they arrived in Hattiesburg and found a motel with a pool, it was extremely late. And because they were so tired and exhausted, once again they pushed off writing a duch about the Hatzlochas of Shabbos, as well as the details of their Sunday meetings, and decided to write their duch on Monday night. Now they were two nights behind in their report to the Rebbe. 
let's go to Pinny and Schmulheim in the city of Hattiesburg. Pinny, our first day here in Hattiesburg was very busy. I'm so exhausted. Let's end the day early. Schmulheim, you know what I'm thinking? What, Pinny? Let's visit one more Yid. Okay, let's go. They visited that Jewish home, had a wonderful meeting. Then they left. Thank you, rabbis, for coming. Goodbye. Sei gesund. Okay, back to the motel. Shmuel Chaim, that was such a very warm and pleasant meeting. Yes, he was so happy to wrap tefillin minutes before Shkia. Shmuel Chaim, drive carefully. You're backing out of the driveway into a busy highway. I know, I know. I'll be very careful. Shmuel watch out! I see car lights coming towards us! Hey, Penny, our car was hit. We're upside down. Hey, Hashem, help us! Unfortunately, a car speeding down the highway smashed into their car, which then flipped it over right into the middle of the freeway. Hello? Hello? Are you guys okay? Well, someone called the police. 911, what's your emergency? As the police arrived to assess the situation, they could not believe their eyes as the two Bacharin exited the back of the completely destroyed vehicle, saying that this was a complete miracle that these two boys survived this horrific accident. Baruch Hashem, miraculously, Penny was not hurt at all, and Shmuel Chaim had a small injury. Upon being released from the hospital, the Bacharim arrived at their motel room at 4 o'clock in the morning. Whoa, Shmuel what a day! I can't believe what just happened to us. We must fax a letter to the oil notifying the Rebbe about the accident, the miracle, and request a brocha that everything should turn out for the best. Penny, you know what I'm thinking? Yes, I do. We must also write to the Rebbe the three days of overdue duchs. Exactly. Penny, what's today's date? It's Choftalu Tammuz. Thanks. Choftalu Tammuz Tafshin Samer Zayin. Pray, Kedushas, Adonainu Mereinu Rabbeinu. Rebbe, despite our life-threatening experiences, we are Bar Hashem healthy and safe. They wrote about their beautiful Shabbos dinner, including their pu'ulois, their success in Mifzoim of both Sunday and Monday, and immediately faxed it in. As planned, they remained on Shlichus in Mississippi until the following Sunday, Chof Tes Tamus. When they landed back in New York, they went straight to the oil. Arriving in the oil tent, Shmuel Chaim thought to himself, I must learn something before I go into the oil. Ah, great! A Dvar Malchus! I'll open it up. 
I'll skim through the pages. Hmm, here's a short letter from the Rebbe. The letter is dated Chov Ters Tammuz. <gasps> that's today's date. Wow, now that's interesting. Hmm, okay, I'll read the Rebbe's letter. Let's see, the Rebbe writes, In response to your letter of Chov Tammuz. Wow, that's the date we sent the Rebbe out duch. It is a shame that you waited to write to me until there was a painful reason to do so. Chas v'sholem. If only just for the purpose of Avas Yisrael, you should have written letters when they were happy occurrences. And that would have minimized the need for the above type of letters. <gasps> wow! Penny, Look! The date of this Dvar Malchus letter matches our story! This letter was written by the Rebbe on Chof Tamuz in response to a letter written to the Rebbe on Chof Tamuz, which contained painful news and should have been happier news. It's exactly our story. Yes! The day of the accident was Chof Tamuz when we wrote in the Duch together with the painful news and today is Chof Tamuz. Shmuel Chaim, you know what this means? The Rebbe is directly telling us to always share with the Rebbe in a duch good news. And by doing so, we will have no bad news to share. Pidi and Shmuel Chaim had experienced many miracles and felt the Rebbe's special bracha throughout the entire time. That day, they merited to understand how deeply the Rebbe cares to hear good and happy news from us all the time. Thank you for listening to The Hair for Kids. Make sure to tell your friends about us and stay tuned for another fascinating episode at thehair.org forward slash kids.